even from my very existence, I knew I was created to be a worshiper. As a child growing up in the church, I may not have knew the plan of God for my life, but I definitely knew that I was purposed. So now as you begin to listen to my musical diary, it is my prayer that you would begin to discern the heart that I have for God. And in discerning the heart that I have for God, get a clear understanding of what you were placed here for as well. Listen.
Good evening. Welcome. Praise God. This is Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. You are tuning in to my first radio show to jumpstart, kick off, and ignite a powerful year. It's going to be 2016. And tonight, Empowerment for All is doing exactly that. It is kicking off and bringing to you my dynamic, anointed, appointed vessels of God. Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper and his lovely wife, Bishop Raquel O'Neill. They are here live with me tonight here on Empowering for All. And what they're going to do, what they always do, the anointing that God has placed on their lives, they're going to surely shake the devil nerves, upset your enemies. But know this, you will be blessed in your life with a deposit straight from the mighty kingdom of God. For those of you who have already joined me, my switchboard is lit up. Thank you so much for supporting tonight here at Empowerment for All. No worries if you missed the show or you want to hear it again. All of my shows can be heard on my website at www.ymctierempowermentthenumber4all.com. Also on blogtalkradio.com slash ymctierthenumber4all.com. Once again, blogtalkradio.com slash ymctierempowermentthenumber4all.com. God has instructed me in this season going forth in 2016, it's going to be a mighty move of God. It's going to be a shaking of some mess that has been lingering on in your life that's going to be buried and sent back to the pits of hell where it came from. You've been tested. You've been tried. Now God is going to deliver you and set you free. I'm not going to keep my guests holding because God has instructed me this is going to be a powerful, powerful message tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to bring live with you here in Empowerment for All, Apostle Taper and his lovely wife, Bishop Raquel. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Angelus, Max, we the Lord for you tonight inviting us. Hallelujah. We thank God that the prophetic fire family is here on tonight supporting us as well, and we bless God for everyone that's on the line tonight. Hallelujah. I am in great expectation of the spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Just resting, ruling, and abiding on this show on tonight. Hallelujah. We want the Holy Ghost to reign, to rest, to rule, and abide, and hover upon us as we bring forth whatever the Holy Spirit has for us on tonight. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. And again, I'm Bishop Rachel. Hallelujah. I do have a sister named Rachel, but I am Bishop Rachel. O'Neill Taper. And I bless the Lord on tonight. Amen. And we also have the mighty man of God, the mouthpiece of God. Hallelujah. God's prophetic, prolific prophet, none other than Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper. Man of God, 
Go forth. Amen. It's just a blessing, um, woman of God, Evangelist Material. We do thank you for Amen. the invitation. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you um, to speak to us and to have us on your show. It's just such an honor, and we do not take it for granted. Amen. In this season, we just have to be uh, very aware and very discernful of who we have or who we connect to in this season. Because where God has taken us in this season, amen, God is getting ready to catapult us into a new dimension, into a new season, where God is getting ready to remove your enemies and God is getting ready to do something in your life that you've been asking him for seven years now. But God is going to bring that thing to pass in 2016. So, woman of God, I'm just going to turn it back over to you and however the Holy Spirit leads you, amen, we are ready to go forth in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Thank you so much once again, anointed woman of God, uh, Bishop Raquel and Apostle Tabor. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I'm not going to delay the word that God wants to bring forth in this message, but I am going to start for those who are tuning in for the first time here in Empowerment for All, those who will be listening for the first time after the show airs. Tell us, Apostle, how long have you been called to the kingdom of God? How old were you when God started knocking at your door and said, I'm going to use you and and speak to my people? Amen. Well, the Lord called me at 19 years old. I was 19 when the Lord called me into ministry at 19 years old. I'm 46 now, and um, the Spirit of the Lord called me into the ministry at that time, um, and the Lord just began to um, begin to speak to me. I was like any other young person. I was in the world, amen, wasn't ready to serve the Lord, wasn't ready to do what God said do, but I knew God had been speaking to my spirit, had been dealing with me, and one day the Lord, and I asked the Lord one day, I lay across my bed, an 18-year-old, and I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, you let me live this week. I said, I will give you my life the next Sunday. I will serve you the rest of my life. And whatever you want me to do, I will do it. And when that Sunday came, and I want to let everybody know, just because you say something like that doesn't mean the enemy is just going to leave you alone. I started the service, and I was just rocking back and forth, and the devil was in my left ear, and the Spirit of the Lord was in my right ear when he came down to the, the altar call. And it's just amazing. At the time, the man of God, the pastor, was teaching on hell. And, uh, um, you know, he didn't teach on, he wasn't teaching on love, he was teaching on hell. And I just came up and, and I was sitting in a chair and the Spirit of the Lord said, you know, remember the promise that you said to me. And when he told me that, I got up and it was like a ton of bricks on me when I was trying to get up. The devil was trying to hold me there. And when I finally got up, it was like weight dropped it off my shoulders and I went to the altar and I seen people go, my eyes, my whole life flashed before me. Everything I ever did before God that was wrong in my entire life flashed before me. And I came to the altar and I began to weep and begin to cry like a baby. And I never, ever cried like that before in my life. And people just began to run down my face and I began to repent. And the Spirit of the Lord filled me right there. And I was saying to everybody that when God brought me 
into that, uh, it brought me into the kingdom and began to fill me with your spirit at that moment. I remember every promise. And from then, I've been running for the Lord ever since. Had heartache, had some losses, had some tragedies in my life. Everything hasn't been smooth. Everything has not been easy. Amen. But the Lord has kept me over these 26, 27 years in ministry. And I tell all young people, apostles of God, God have given me, uh, have sent me to leaders. And I always encourage the leaders to let you know that never go before, never take a pulpit before you go through preparation. And never take a platform without process because they're always going to be processed. They're always going to be – everybody wants a platform when the garden is out, but they don't want process. Everybody wants to sit in the pulpit, but nobody wants to be prepared and have preparation. And everybody wants the anointing, but nobody wants to be, um, you know, learned. They don't want to be taught. They don't want to be learned because they have unteachable spirits and they have undisciplined spirits in this hour. So that's how long I've been in ministry. And I thank God every day that I'm in it. And uh, just every day just get better, and the anointing just is stronger and stronger every day in my life. Amen. Amen. Now, Apostle, for those who want to follow you, for those who uh, want to know the ministry you're connected with, do share with us uh, via social media how they can follow you and stay abreast and hear the word of God as he speaks it uh, to you to to give to his people, and also the ministry that you're connected with. Sure. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Anyone that want to follow follow me or follow um, Bishop Rachel want to follow us, amen, they can follow us. Uh, name by ministry is, is Global Outreach Deliverance International Ministries. Um, um, they can follow me also um, on Facebook. They can look me up as Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, you look me on Twitter. I am on Instagram. Amen. They can look me up uh, that way. Um, when they look me up on Facebook, amen, the first thing they will see, um, they will see a, a, a lot of nothing but the word. <clears throat> That's all I speak. I speak nothing but the word. I, I prophesy nothing but the word. I Speak healing. I speak the gospel. That's that's all on my page. And anyone that come on my page, they're welcome to come. Amen. But I tell them this: when they come on, they will be edified. They will be uh, healed. They will be delivered. Amen. If I had the time, I tell you, I could tell you some miracles that God that God has done that will blow your mind. Amen. But the Lord, uh, um, they can reach me um, on Facebook. On Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper, you can reach me on Twitter. You can reach me on Instagram, Amen. And also, you can reach us, Amen, at Empowerment Temple Ministry. Connected to is my ministry. Is me, Rachel's ministry, Amen. Um, Global Outreach Deliverance International, Amen. Ministry is G O D I M for short. So God I am, and so for short, Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. Bishop Raquel, you know I'm not going to leave you out, woman of God. Do share with us. Hallelujah. Do share with us as well. How old were you when God placed that call on your life and came knocking at your door? Tell us um, about that. 
Well, I bless the Lord on tonight. I thank God for my foundation. Hallelujah. And it all started when I was eight years old. Hallelujah. I received Jesus at eight years old. I was in a Baptist church. Hallelujah. And bless the name of the Lord. I didn't understand everything, but I was in what they called BYPU and BTU and Sunday school. And I was very diligent. And um, from my life, at eight years old, I was getting my neighbors and, you know, my cousins and everyone. We were all going to the same church. Hallelujah. Uh, called out Assembly Missionary Baptist Church under the late uh, Reverend Isaac Boney. Uh, Anna Boney Brown and Monica Boney and Sister Ella Boney, they undergirded me. And my parents uh, placed me under their care. Hallelujah. And then all my family started coming to church. And uh, bless the Lord, we were not traditional or religious. Praise God. We did have the Holy Ghost there. And everyone in Houston, hallelujah, loved to come to call it out. So at that time, um, you know, I got baptized and uh, started singing in Southeast Inspirational Choir under the directorship of the late Shirley Joiner called Preacher and Brenda Waters. And I tell you, they stirred me, stirred me uh, all the way. Yolanda Adams come up out of our choir. We grew up and traveled and sang and became Grammy Award nominees. And uh, through that, you know, I was singing for the Lord. And the Lord was calling me to greater, deeper depths with him. Hallelujah. So I, I started Bible college, and uh, I was in Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, completed Bible college, and while I was there, I was in revival, and got really filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in, in tongues, hallelujah, with the fire, hallelujah, of the Holy Ghost. Just bless the Lord, and I got baptized in Jesus' name, hallelujah, bless the name of God, and I tell you, I've been on fire ever since. Then later on, a few years later, it was in 1996, hallelujah, Bishop Floyd Lewis, my father of the gospel, he, he saw the call of God on my life, and I was working street ministry and uh, going into the highways and compelling men, women, boys and girls to Christ. And people had me and undergirded me and under their arms as I was learning, hallelujah, how to evangelize and bring people into the kingdom of God that their names may be written in the Lamb Book of Life. So bless the name of the Lord from there, hallelujah, the man that God saw the call of God on my life. And I, I knew it was in me. I was ironing some clothes. I was already, um, I went from an evang- uh, an, a minister to an evangelist, and I was ironing some clothes. And while I was ironing these clothes, I was singing and worshiping the Lord. And I heard the say bishop. Well, I thought I was going to marry a bishop. I didn't think it was for me, but it scared me. I was like, oh, God. You know, okay. So I said, oh, I, so I said, okay, okay, okay. So I was going to Bible study that night and went into prayer first. And then my my bishop he was drinking some coffee at the prayer before we went to Bible study, and he's standing with another bishop, uh, Brown. He said, hello, Reverend Lady Bishop. And I looked. I didn't pay and I kept going. I went on to the fellowship hall because I said, Lord, I'm not going to say nothing to nobody. They're going to think crazy that the Lord had 
had called me and called me bishop, I say, but I guess I'm a Mary of bishop. I don't know no better. And I say, well, I'm not going to say nothing right now. But I tell you, the man of God heard from God himself. And I and then that night I was getting ready to go home after Bible study. And I was, I was the people that I had with me riding with me in, in my car to drop them off. Uh, we passed by them. Uh, bishop said to me, Bishop Lewis said to me, all right, good night, Reverend Lady Bishop. And I stopped in my tracks, and I went to him. I said, Bishop Lewis, why are you calling me Reverend Lady Bishop? He said, because God told me to call you that. And I said, well, bless the name of the Lord. I went on about my business. So you, I just went about cleaning the toilets and, and doing the work of the ministry and doing street evangelism and doing everything I was supposed to do. Little did I know, hallelujah, when it came time for convocation, there were 28 of us lined up. I didn't know, you know, I thought, you know, he, I, I just give me some oil, pour it on my head so I could go forth and, you know, to uh, to just go forth and more into the ministry. I didn't know because I didn't know nothing about formality of uh, of consecration and a five-fold ministry. I was learning. Well, when he got to me, he said, God told me, and I can't deny what the Lord has said. God said that you are a bishop. And a bishop is, hallelujah, and no matter what man is trying to say against the word because they need to be educated, a bishop is a pastor with a greater scope of responsibility. And and he had to explain that thing to me because I didn't understand when you're churchy and you're religious and and and, and they're killing you 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 know you you like peace and revelation God I know what I heard you say now the man of God spoke and I didn't say nothing to nobody but now I need to understand but I say all that to say this from that point bless the name of the Lord Hallelujah I was I was uh, working as the assistant pastor and bishop of of the Mount Testament Church and then later. Uh, I, I stayed there and served for 18 years, and then the Lord led me to go to my next area where he wanted me to be, to sit and receive and get restored. And so while I was there, I worked in the man of God, Apostle John Lewis Hickman, Jr., hallelujah, at the Living Word Faith Center. God told him to to, to uh, reconsecrate me. I said, "Okay, Lord, whatever. You know, I'm just about your work. I just so I I got a second affirmation. Not that I needed it because I knew what God said, and I was doing the work. So bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. From that point on, Hallelujah. The man of God, Apostle Dr. Eugene Taper, who is my apostle. Hallelujah. And I bless God for him. Hallelujah. He found me. Hallelujah. Serving my father in the ministry, serving my father, God, in heaven, doing the work of the ministry, going into the highways and the hedges and compelling men and found me praying and found me submitted. Bless the Lord. And God answered my prayers. Hallelujah. To give me the husband. Hallelujah. The desire of my heart. And I bless God. And here am I. Hallelujah. Doing the work of the ministry now for Global Outreach Deliverance International Ministry. And I thank God for what he's doing on the prophetic fire prayer line. Hallelujah. People are getting healed, set free, delivered. Hallelujah. Coming off of dialysis. And I was a dialysis nurse. Hallelujah. I bless the name of the Lord. Don't mean to be lengthy. Hallelujah. But I bless God. You asked me a question and I have to give you my mini bio. And there it is.
Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Now, I will tell you both, Apostle and Bishop, uh, you know this as well, being being in the front of God. Everybody can't come to you and testify because a lot of people will test the lie. But you all have testified nothing but truth here tonight. I am sitting here uh in still in my process of growing with God with chills, God for you, uh, so much. Now, Amen. what I'm going to do as a uh, woman of God, you were speaking, I heard God say, tonight we are just going to let you both speak whatever God puts on your heart. Uh, and I'm obedient to God because we all know obedience is better than sacrifice. So to start the show tonight, man of God, I'm going to turn it over and let you come forth. I will ask a few things after you speak, but I want you to come forth and just give a word here tonight on empowerment for all, whatever God uh, gives to you to give to the people. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. God. Once again, one of God, we do honor you. Amen. We honor everyone on this line. <clears throat> Amen. Tonight. Amen. And we just thank the Lord for what he is doing. I'm just going to say this. I'm just real. I'm just straightforward. Amen. Hallelujah. And just allow the anointing to just flow. And just earlier today, I'm just going to speak on this here. Earlier today, the Lord was just sharing with me about kingdom. About kingdom. What it means yeah. to be in the kingdom? What do it mean to be in the kingdom? Because everybody's in the church, but everybody's not in the kingdom. And there are a lot yeah. of churchy people, but not a lot of kingdom people. So we have kingdom versus the church. So when you have kingdom versus the church, everybody needs to look at that. Kingdom versus the church. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom, not church. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these things, all these things, shall be added unto you, for these are the things that the Gentiles seek. So people are seeking out the things, but they are seeking out it in the church. They say, if I can go to church, I can get a Mercedes. If I can go to church and I can act like I want to be saved, then I can get a wife. If I can go to church, then I can get ordained or get affirmed. If I go to church, but they don't have kingdom on the inside. So watch this. Now, if you have church, many people have church in, on the inside that go to church do not have the Holy Ghost. Native spirit of people that go to church in this day and time. They really don't have the Holy Spirit. They have church, but they don't have kingdom. When they walk out of the church when service is over, they say, Oh, we had church. But what about kingdom? Kingdom says this that people got healed, people got delivered, people got set free, people legs grew back in the service, the dead were raised, people were filled with the Holy Spirit, people understanding came back, people the spirit of religion broke off of people because of kingdom, not because of church. Because you don't get the church, you don't get kingdom out of church, you get the church out of the kingdom. The church was brought out of the kingdom. Jesus spoke about the kingdom. He spoke about the kingdom to Nicodemus and John, St. John 3 and 3 and 3 and 5. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. He didn't say nothing about seeing church. He said he shall not see, he cannot see the kingdom. 
He cannot see the kingdom of God. In other words, he is spiritually blind to what the things that God wants him to even see. Without kingdom, you don't even know how to preach. Without kingdom, you don't even know how to prophesy. Without having kingdom on the inside and being in the kingdom, you don't even know how to testify. Long time ago, if we didn't understand kingdom, guess what? They didn't even let us testify if we didn't have the Holy Ghost. Because they said you ain't got nothing to testify about. So we'll, in this day and time, one of God, people, God, we are in this time where everybody is flocking to church. This is why everybody wants to be apostles in this day and time. I've never seen so many in my life. Hallelujah. Why everybody wants to be a bishop. That's why everybody wants to be a prophet. Everybody wants to be a prophetess. Why? Because they feel, okay, now, if I become these things, if I have these titles, but in church, but not in the kingdom, if I can get a hold of these titles, maybe then I may feel important. Then maybe I would be in a position to tell someone something. I said earlier, that's why everybody wants a platform without process. And they want a platform without process, and they want the pulpit without preparation. When you sit in the pulpit, hallelujah, without preparation, all you're going to have, and I'm going to say this, if you do not have a private worship life at home, when you get to church, all you're going to have is a public performance. And that's what, we, what we're seeing all the time now. Why? Because it's church. Watch this. I go a little deeper. We have in church, and watch this. People are shouting, but they're still leaving out. A man still leaving out holding a man's hand. married to a man. Mm, come on, now they say we had church, but we got the lesbian, the gays, homosexuals over the over the organ, over the keyboard, over the church. They're they are practically running the church because the pastors and the leaders and the apostles and the bishops will not stand up and tell truth. Because they are saying if they tell truth, half of their members gonna walk out the church. I said church, I said kingdom. Because if they walk out the church, if people pastors on this line, if they walk out of your church building, you gotta rest assured, you gotta make sure you got kingdom. Because if they walk out the church and leave five people, if you got five people in the kingdom, you can build an empire. But you can have five thousand people in church and can't get nowhere. There is five thousand extra devils and personalities that you got to deal with in church. This is why it's right. important that we don't connect to everybody. We can't connect to everybody. Everybody want to be connected. A lot of people all over say, Apostle, I want you to be my spiritual father. I said, no, I can't. Because number one, if you're not willing to be submissive and take on the spirit of your father, not my spirit, but the spirit of God. A lot of people want to be connected to you because they know you can speak and God can bring things to pass. They can, you can speak, and God will answer your prayer. A long time ago, the Lord said, he said, as I spoke to Samuel, he said, I also, Eugene, will speak to you. He said, shall none of your words ever fall to the ground. And in 27 years, one of God, they have not. Because, number one, kingdom. When God placed us in the kingdom, when he put us in the kingdom, Guess what? Now we are able to do what Jesus said, exploits. We are able to do, he said, the works I do, greater work you shall do, because I go to the what? The Father. He said, look, Jesus always spoke about.
about kingdom. He never spoke about church. And the Bible said, on the day of Pentecost, on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2 and 1, on the day of Pentecost, when the day of Pentecost has fully come, everything will be wrapped up. Pentecost lasted seven weeks. Seven times seven is 49. Seven is the number of God, complete in number. It's God, perfect number. It's the number of finality. It's the number of completion. It's the number of rest. It's the number of sanctification. And when you put seven plus seven is 14, which is the number of double. This is the number mm-hmm. double. God said, I give you double for your trouble, but seven times seven is 49. And the Bible said plus one equals 50. Let me explain something. Pentecost only means 50. People have tried to make it dress codes. They try to make it about makeup. They try to make it about uh, rules and regulations. No, it only means 50. That's what Pentecost means. It means the year of Jubilee. 50 means Jubilee. And the Bible said when the day of Pentecost had fully came, they were all in one court with one place. And the Bible says suddenly there came from heaven that sounded like a rushing mighty wind. It sounded like wind. What is God saying to us? He said, anytime that I'm going to come, I'm going to always come in the form of something that you are familiar with. He said, because mm. if I had a king and they had not recognized the wind, they would have missed their appointed time with the Holy Spirit. They would have missed God. Because God said, if I'm going to deliver you, everybody on this line better hear me. Because God said, if I'm going to deliver you in this year, I'm going to bring something to you that you are familiar with. I'm going to come in a way that you are familiar with. What you think mm. it is, it's not going to be. Joel said, and Peter stood up and said, this is that, that Joel spoke. He said, in the last days that God said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. God said, I'm going to come in a way that you are familiar with. And my God, and we got to recognize and not be so religious and not be so self-centered and try not to be so smart and not be so intellectual, not try to be so super spiritual that we miss our deliverance. How many times, one of God, people of God, people have missed their deliverance? And they say, God, watch this, people supposed to be delivered last year, 2015. Some people say, oh, I'm so glad 2015 is gone. Oh, I'm so glad 2015 is left. Why? Because all last year, people hollering about, 15 is my year. No, it was your year to praise God. It was your year to give God glory. It was your year to pray. It might not be your season. It was not your Kairos moment. It was your Kronos time. Because it was not the time that God supposed to brought us out. But it was the time that God said, I want you to pray. I want you to fast. I want you to sow. I want you to give. I want you to lay before me. Hallelujah. There come a time where God said, don't even preach. You can't even preach because everybody want an engagement. Everybody want to be on TVN. Everybody want to be on the Word Network. Nothing wrong with that. Everybody want to be seen, but nobody want to go through. My God, every prophet has to understand that there is a pit and there is a prison that you must go through before God elevates you to the palace before you can walk in divine purpose. Divine purpose say what I was created to become, what I was created by God to be from the foundation of the world. So he is go back again. Kingdom, are you in the kingdom or are you in church? Because when you are in kingdom, you look different from church people. You act mm. different from church people. You don't yeah. sound like church people. 
Church people, watch me, I'm going to tell you something. Church people will copy the songs of the Holy Ghost. But the kingdom says this here. I don't have to copy it. It automatically comes up out of me when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for delivering me. If you've ever been delivered, nobody got to tell you to praise God. If you've ever been delivered out of anything, nobody got to tell you how to shout. Church tells you how to shout. Church tells you how to dance by the organ. And when the organ has stopped, then your dancing stops. But when you're in kingdom, you can be at home by yourself without a husband. You can be at home by yourself without a wife. You can be at home in a one-bedroom apartment. And kingdom on the inside of you will begin to allow you to dance in the Holy Spirit because there's no music there. Music is on the inside of me because I'm in kingdom. It's really real. I mean, one of God, this thing is so real. It is so real. Kingdom. Kingdom. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven stuff is violent, but the violent take it by force. Ain't nobody that's not in kingdom gonna take nothing by force. They're not gonna take it. That's why I see people all the time. They say, Pray for me. Pray for me. What room would you pray? And I'll be looking like, what's wrong with you? I'm not praying for you. But it come a time, evangelist. It come a time that people got to pray for themselves. They will yeah. pour on up. Hey, they yeah. will pour on up. And they will pour. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be on the prayer line. And one of God, I'll be so drained and be so numb when I come off because I give God my all in all. But when I come off, my God, and sometimes you can feel sickness. You can feel people's burdens. And sometimes, yeah. that's why I say, God, I pray for him. That's why sometimes you got to show off to yourself many times. Jesus went off by himself. He didn't even take his disciples with him. He went off to himself because he did not want to be so connected, not even to his disciples. Sometimes we get so connected to people that we will forget what we're supposed to be doing for God. We'll get so Amen. connected. And I'm going to tell you right now, in this season, oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. In this season where God is catapulting his people to another level, watch this. Those that God has cut off from our life, I promise you, they're going to show back up. And the reason why they showing up, if they didn't help you when you were down, do not show up when I'm up. Because the thing is this here, everybody, everybody want to say how anointed you are. Everybody want to say, I'm telling Bishop Ray today, I said, you really want to know who really for you, who really supports you? I said, because when they see you're not doing anything, hallelujah, they'll they are, they are act like they're for you. But the moment they see God raise you up, they won't do anything to support you in this season. Everybody, if people are not supporting you, if they're not for you in this season, you're talking about kingdom. If they're not for you in this season, if they're not supporting you in this season, do not connect to them. Because people will connect to you when everything going good. But this moment thing going bad, they'll start saying, oh, well, she must did something wrong. He must did something wrong. He must did here. No, 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 no. Because watch this. Even in your life. And I'm talking to single people on this line too. Because one thing about it, the enemy, watch this, the devil, he 
people say, well, the devil bring a counterfeit. Let me correct that. The devil don't bring the counterfeit. I want to bring the counterfeit. The devil always bring the spirit of deception because the devil don't know how to counterfeit. How can the devil bring counterfeit to you? How can you get a counterfeit $100 bill unless you first have an original $100 bill? If you ain't got nothing to copy, the devil is looking for something to copy, woman of God. Y'all, he's looking to copy. He's watching your steps. He's watching how you talk. Watching where you go so he can try to copy your every move so he can bring the wrong man to you, bring the wrong woman to you, bring the wrong pastor to you, bring the wrong ministry to you. So the devil do not come with the spirit of my God. He do not come, hallelujah, with a counterfeit. He come with the spirit of deception. And the spirit of deception come to deceive you from what God has originally ordained for you. Hallelujah. If God told you, I tell every woman, I said, what did your prophecy say about your husband? Well, I don't know. Everybody heard about Boaz. And God told me this. He said, not only a Boaz, he said, but he told me, he said, you're not a Boaz, Eugene. He said, you are Joshua. He said, because no one, Boaz was an old man. Boaz, people ever study up on Boaz for real? Woman God, Boaz. Hallelujah. Boaz has 60 children. Jesus. I'm serious. He he watched. He yes, he yes, he did. He watched Ruth. People all about the, the, the love story of Boaz and Ruth and how Boaz watched Ruth afar off and, and how she gleaned the field and, and how he gave her this and gave her that. Yes. But watch this. The difference between Boaz and the difference between Joshua. Joshua said to Moses after Moses died. Joshua was the one that was going to get up and take the people over into the promised land. Boaz saw Ruth. Yes, he blessed her. But Joshua was the one that said, I'm going to take, hallelujah, the people over. Joshua is the one that don't sit down. He's not the one. He's the one that has the heart of God. And everybody, hallelujah, that want to Boaz in this season, I'm telling you right now, hallelujah, you better be praying that God send you a Joshua, a strong man, because God said, I'm not going to send you a weak man. I'm not going to send nobody that can't match your spirit. I cannot send nobody virtuous women. I'm not going to send a man to you. Hallelujah. And you a virtuous woman. And he's a lazy man. Anytime a man don't know that he's a king, he can never recognize you a queen if he don't recognize the king on the inside of him. That's a king on every in every man. That's a king on the inside of every man. That's a king, and there we go again. Kingdom. When a man understands he's a king, then he can operate in kingdom. I operate in kingdom. I don't operate in religion. That's why I tell that spirit out every time I see it. I can't stand it because the spirit of religion only tells us this: it keeps you at a dried up brook. Religion does this: it keeps you in a place. Well, God is no longer moving it. And it keeps you in a place where you think God is there. Yes, the brook was fine. When it was when you were there, it was fine, it was good, everything was going good. But the Bible said after a while, then the brook dried up. Something just gonna dry up. 
Some things, when it dried up, you got to know it's dried up. You got to know when to get up and go. You got to know when the marriage no longer working. You can pray all you want to, but the thing about it this here, when you know, baby, you to put your all into it, honey, you are exhausted. You say, God, I did everything I could. I have done everything I could, but my God, you got to know that the brook is dried up now. There's nothing coming out of this anymore. I must go to a place of miracle where God is going to send me to a place. You got to turn your back to some things. And I'm going to tell you, when God tells you to go places, hallelujah, he always going to send a prophet. God said, when I send a prophet to you, when I send a prophet, he said, I'm not worried about the things on the outside. He said, I'm not worried about the famine. The prophet is not worried about the drought. The prophet is not worried about the famine. He's not worried about the people. But God said, I didn't send the prophet to everybody. I sent the prophet to your house that the famine may stop in your house. And when God sent the prophet to your house to stop the famine in your house, you better learn how to receive a true prophet of God. Because when a true prophet of God begins, to speak. Hallelujah. God said I will back his word every time. Hallelujah. This is why we're in this time. And I tell women, you better know what your prophecy said. What did God say? Oh, God told me to marry this man. Because everybody sees him, baby, I'm telling you. They are coming. They are coming, honey. They are coming for real. And they're just coming out of nowhere. They're coming out of the yeah. woods. Women are too. They're just coming, woman of God, all over. And, and watch this. And when you are vulnerable, and when you are, 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 are confused and when people have been hurt, hallelujah, this is when the devil makes his move. Because he mm. knows if I can get to them when they're confused, then I can mess up her destiny. Yes. Plant something on the inside. See, the enemy wants to come to plant the seed. He wants to come to plant an Ishmael that did not supposed to be the promise. He wants to plant an Ishmael seed on the inside of you when God promised you to Isaac seed. And if you don't understand the Isaac seed, you are sold for, you are in a selling for the Ishmael seed. Because you want a blessing, because you want a house, because you want this, because you want that. No, 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 no. Some things you just got to wait on God to give. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, kingdom is everything. Kingdom. Hallelujah. My prayer is for leaders, for people of God, that they will begin. This is why the enemy, this is why the devil, hallelujah, this is why. See, he's not coming at the devil in the church. He's coming as a wolf in sheep clothing. He's coming as a yes. disguise. Yes. When he comes yes. in disguise, so true. watch yes. this. When the devil comes in disguise, you ain't going to know him. That's why you can't even tell the church from the world now. Because the church in the world looks just alike. The world and caught on. The world and caught on. The world say, hey, the world say, all I need to do is make up some tongues too. All I need to do is dress up churchy too. But they're not in kingdom. And God keeps bringing me back to kingdom. Because he said, look, all I need to do is just dress like I'm saved. Look like I'm saved. Talk like I'm saved. I tell every woman, be very careful. Because just because you say, I want a preacher. How do you know God wants you to marry a preacher? Come on, now. I, I, I will want give you. I want to give you a man in kingdom. You ain't necessarily got to be a preacher. 
Because sometimes the preachers are the one that's whoring around. Speak it. Speak the truth. Yes. Whoring around for real. And see, the thing about it is, and see, the church won't talk about this. The church won't talk about it. And they'll get mad at the ones that will. Come on now. So if you're going to do kingdom, you better be able to stand against the wild of the devil. People want to be anointed, but when it comes down to telling truth and speaking kingdom, they shy away from it. They shy away from it. They move away from it. They say, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak that. Why? Because they have to understand. Everybody wants the anointing. Everybody. Yes, apostle. Everybody wants it. Because when you start talking about the anointing and start talking about trials, start talking about, I spoke one time on the eight days of destiny, and I spoke about it and, 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 and talking about Joseph, how he went from promise all the way to purpose. But in between promise and purpose, there are other six things that happened to him. Problem, pain, pit, prison. Before he got to Pharaoh and the palace, people want to get to Pharaoh and the palace, saying, this is my, I'm coming from my pit to my palace. But you got to understand, if you don't pass the pit test, you're not getting to the palace. Because God said there is a pit and a, a prison that everybody must pass. Because like yes. I said, the pit, the pit will make you pray. The prison will make you prophesy. The pit will make you pray, and the prison will make you prophesy. When you're in your prison, by yourself, feeling that everybody has forsaken you, and sometimes God let it happen. I'm so glad that God did allow certain things to happen in my life when it did, because if it did, God knew it would have knocked me out of him. I had already made my mind up at 19 years old. I said, God, look, hey, God. You you saved me. I'm going to serve you the rest of my life. Went through a tragedy four years ago. Lost my youngest son. Had been sick for a long time. He lost him. He died. Went on to be with the Lord. Passed away in church. I was out of town in Atlanta preaching. Came back home. Got the phone call. Hallelujah. That he had passed away. He had been sick for eight years. And the thing about it, God is so good. And I said, God, during that time and during that tragedy in my life, I shut down. No, I didn't stop preaching the gospel. No, I didn't stop loving God, but I stopped. And sometimes we keep going and keep going and keep going. And we going. Let me tell you something. When you are going and you are hurting, you are bereaving, and God is healing your heart and healing your spirit, that is not the right time to preach. That's the right time to let the Holy Spirit minister to you. I had to stop preaching. I didn't preach for a year. I canceled every engagement that I had. Because when my son got sick, when he first got sick, woman of God, I shut everything down. Because people don't understand this day and time. They said, look, wait a minute, ministry starts at home. If you don't get your ministry right at home, if home is not your ministry, family is not your ministry, church is not your ministry. The people at church is not your ministry. Your family is your ministry. Because the devil wants to tell family. Because if he don't yes. get, if he, if he know that you are not moving in family and don't have a right family foundation, then like I say, when you get to church, all you're going to have is a public performance shouting when you know that there's nothing on the inside of you. Watch this. Mm. Eight months ago, the Lord told me that I was in worship. I was in worship. I'll be real. Tell people. I used to always, I used to always be real now. I used to love R&B. I used to 
mm-hmm. R&B. And I never, I ain't no, it comes time to say, the Bible said that which is natural is natural, that which is spiritual, spiritual. And when right. I will listen, at the point, I'll get to the point when I just want to listen to a love song. And I tell people nothing wrong with listening to a clean love song. And I said, when I listen, to, I will listen to Keith Sweat. And when I will get to that point, but when I got to the point when I worshiped, I came all the way into worship with God. But one day the Lord spoke to me. He said to me this here. He said, you cannot serve me. Mm. Me. Mm. Now, what's this? I, I'm still anointed. People still getting delivered. Mm-hmm. People still getting yeah. healed. Preaching the gospel across the United States. What's this? But God told me one thing, Evangelist. He said, Come into worship with me. And oh, when I came into worship with God, I never came out of worship. When I came into worship with God, I never came out of worship this morning for somebody. You were contemplating, God, what do I do? God said, come all the way. He said, I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you because you listen to R&B. He said, but I want your entire heart. I want all of you. I want your spirit. See, when you come all the way in God, you don't care how people try to judge you anymore because you are in a place for God now. That nobody else is it. And there are people trying and wishing and praying that they are in the same place that you are. I made my mind up and God said, come into worship with me, son. He said, come worship with me. Come sup with me. And when I came into worship, I never came out. And God said, I'm going to show you great and mighty things that you know not of. And one of God, after that, God began to show me things. My God, hallelujah. People getting healed supernaturally. And God said, I'm going to use you that you're going to speak the word. And the word will come to pass. He's I'm going to back every word that you say as my prophet. And God began to heal people supernaturally from cancer. Healing them from diabetes. Healing people from dialysis. Healing people, my God. People, people being healed from seizures supernaturally, miraculously. People, houses, woman of God, just the other day, woman of God on the prayer line was saying that God paid her house on a mortgage, $166,000, paid it all. They forgave her debt of $166,000. God is moving in his power. God is moving in this season, and the hand of God is upon those that have the heart. He said, I call, I'm calling the remnant now. He said, I'm not calling church people. He said, I'm calling the remnant. I'm calling those yeah. that are in kingdom. Kingdom in their heart. Yes, Lord. Kingdom in their heart. They want to obey God. Oh, that's listening on this line. God said, I want to bring you before me. When God help me now, when God, when I pray, and when I pray, God take me out of my spirit, and God set me right before the throne room, and when I come back out, I be numb because I'm yeah. in the very presence of God, and God is saying to the church, He said, "Look, like He told Moses, He said, for this cause, He said, I raised you up, and I am going to make your name great. I'm going to make your name great. Everybody on this land." Hallelujah. God and gave them a promise about raising them up and making your name great. Hallelujah. But you're torn between opinions. You're halted between opinions. Whether you want to serve God or not. 
God told people, oh, God, he said, look here. He done told them, but they are afraid. I understand that. He said, look, if they release the seed, he said, I will increase their harvest. But they are afraid because they're saying, God, I don't know what to do. He said, go back and read the story of Second Kings 17 and 1 through 14 with Elijah and the widow woman. She was afraid too. But when she obeyed God, God blessed that woman. So when you're in kingdom, I'm telling you, for this line tonight, thank God that God is speaking to somebody's heart that God said, I'm pulling you into kingdom. He said, I don't want you in church. He said, no, no, no. He said, I'm not coming to get you in the rapture. I'm not coming for the, in the rapture. I'm not coming for a church building. I'm coming for those that are in kingdom. I'm coming for those that are in kingdom. That's the church because in kingdom, the church pulls out of the kingdom. And God said, I want those that's walking. You know the difference between them done. You know the difference between the five foolish version and the five wise. The five wise was in kingdom and the five foolish were church people. The five foolish were church people and the five wise were kingdom people. Because kingdom people say, I ain't going nowhere without my oil. Church people say, I'm going to go. I ain't got to take my Bible to church. That's what church people say. I ain't got to take no Bible to church. The pastor going to feed me. You're going to take your word. Because you church it. Kingdom people say, I can't leave home like an American press car. Don't leave home without it. Because Amen. the word of God is real. Thank you, woman of God. Y'all be blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Mighty, mighty, mighty man of God. Thank you, Jesus. Father God in heaven, I thank you, Lord, for my obedience, God, and hearing your voice and directing me and connecting me to this great man of God that has come on my show to start the year off of 2016 with such a power pack, anointed, truthful word from your word, Lord, that he brought forth that he heard through his spirit by being connected to you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Woman of God, I'm so grateful God has given me an extended time frame on my radio show. I've got uh, actually another 50 minutes left, and we know God. I have to say this, and God spoke it to my heart, Apostle, before I let the woman of God come forth and give us the word as well of what God laid on her heart before we end the show. Will you all come back? I I want you all to come back. I hear God say, I need part two, Uh, not only for myself, and I will talk to you all about that later. God has been dealing with me with a lot of things, but just for my my audience as well, will you all come back and do part two? Oh, yeah. Amen. 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 I mean, the spirit is, is moving so, and I, I don't, I'm not going to come in on it because it's not my time. But I mean, I'm telling you, God is Amen. an awesome God. Yes. And, Apostle, you said it, and there's truth in that. We have so many churchy people, but we oh. need more kingdom people. Kingdom people. Kingdom people. And uh, I tell people all the time, you know, uh, as an evangelist, coming up in the ranks of God, and God had to snatch me out because every time I would go somewhere, it was always churchy people. And churchy people don't understand God doesn't set everybody in the same atmosphere when he gives you a gift. He doesn't take everybody down the same roads. Everything is different. On the road that I came from, people were judging that road, and God said, no, because you as my sheep know my voice. I was that one that was in the pit, 
that had to say, God, I want to hear you. I know what you've told me. I know what men and women of God have blessed me and shared with me. I'm going to grow with you. But on the road of the journey and progressing forward here, as I still elevate every day in God, you hit the hammer on the nail. I have been torn, thank you, Jesus, lately, saying, God, you know, I'm here, but God, I don't know if I can go there, if that makes sense, Apostle, the woman of God. Yes. And it's, it's so keen in, when we pray to God how he comes and gives us confirmation. Because nobody mm-hmm. knew that I was in prayer because I told God, I said, this is between me and you. But now this is a testimony to my audience and to you all as well. I said, God, less than two months ago, I said, I need to hear from you because I'm torn right now. I feel that I'm not going forward. And, man of God, you're going to laugh at this when I tell you. Keith Sweat, actually, I know him personally. And crossed his path again, and and, and, and I was like, Lord, I said, well, wait a minute. You know, wait a minute, Lord. Now, I might be missing something, you know. Make it last forever. You know, one of those famous (laughs) songs that we all know him by. Come on, somebody. You know, right. like you said, I'm I'm one of those people, guys, and I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell it. <laughs> and I got to play in my CD, make it last forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and you find yourself before you know it, the devil will creep back in, and you're like, wait a minute, keep yeah. looking kind of fine. Like, and he's still. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. the devil tricky. Yeah. He's tricky. He yeah. knows when you're trying to go another way with God, he'd love to come and take you back to your old ways. And that's why it's hard, especially a lot of times with myself, traveling on the road by myself, um, working around a lot of unsafe people, I get out of that element. And God always brings it back to my remembrance. Hello, my daughter. I'm sorry. You can't go there. I snatched you. I called you. God just closes the door. He shuts it down. And I thank him for it every day. So that was confirmation, uh, you know, to hear you say that uh, about the R&B. And, and even a lot of times, like I said, I'm a truthful evangelist. I get in my rap. You want to play my jeans? Hey, you know. And, and God, what, you doing? what are you doing? But because of how quick it is to get off track. That's right. And, 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 and that's when I had said to myself, Yolanda, you off track. You ain't praying like you used to. You're still praying, but you're not praying like you used to. There's a difference. Amen. When you had that intimacy and that, you know, when you was in that pit, how you was laid out, stretched out, and now that you kind of got a little bit in the palace, you ain't stretched out. You just kind of laying down. You ain't even laying out. You're laying down because you got comfortable. <laughs> and God said, oh, no, 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 no. You can't get comfortable. I need to bring you back. So I thank you so much for giving that confirmation and God uh, allowing it to come from you to me. Uh, I'm accepting that tonight and and looking forward uh, for going back into the layout, the stretch out um, of prayer of what he's called me to do. So thank you for that, man of God. Hallelujah. Woman of God, like I said, we, we've got some time left, and we thank God for that, and I'm looking forward to you all coming back, and we're going to collaborate for doing part two. But before tonight's show ends, I'm going to honor what God has told me to do as well, and I'm going to give you the platform now and let God speak a raiment word of what you have been led to tell us tonight here at Empowerment for All. Thank you.
Hallelujah. I thank God again. And with no further ado, I am here to fully undergird and support. Hallelujah. What's already in piggyback off of the word and off of the spirit of the Lord has already sent to the church. Hallelujah. And I just amen. want to elaborate on amen because I'm in total agreement. Hallelujah. What the spirit of the Lord had to say to us all tonight through our apostle. Hallelujah. As he was speaking about um John 3 and 3, how we have to be born of the water and born of the spirit. Hallelujah. And how in kingdom, amen, how we can get so busy doing the doing the work of the Lord, hallelujah, but no longer having that time to intimately do the Mary which she worshiped at Jesus' feet. We get so busy with doing the Martha of the church, hallelujah, through cleaning and doing our evangelism and 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 going to and, and being faithful to all of the services of the church that we don't take time out to develop our intimacy with the Lord, hallelujah, in the kingdom. Once we've done that, Hallelujah, and done what was better, hallelujah, as Jesus said uh, uh, to Martha when she was complaining because she was being so hospitable, hallelujah. Here it is, Mary was doing the better being at the feet of Jesus and to worship. And I don't know about nobody else, hallelujah, but God, he said for us to worship him in spirit and in truth. I'm a worshiper, hallelujah. I think about, hallelujah, I was placed into the cave of Abdullam just like David was, hallelujah. And I bless the Lord for being placed in that cave, hallelujah. Yes, I came to that particular ministry as a bishop already, but I had to sit at the feet, hallelujah, to receive and be restored and be healed, hallelujah. And I found my place in God, hallelujah, through worship, through praise, hallelujah, bless the name of the Lord. After coming out of what I was in, being an abused and abused and battered wife, hallelujah, God delivered me and set me free and broke the chains and he loosed me, hey, glory to God, and he set me free, hallelujah, so, you know, it wasn't for me to stand and, and, and preach or teach, hallelujah, I was in the cave of Abdullah, hallelujah, to develop my intimacy and everywhere I was broken, hallelujah, God began to heal, hallelujah, hallelujah, and I bless the name of the Lord, hey, bless God, so I tell you all my life I've been a singer, yes, hallelujah, I know how to go into the throne room, hallelujah, when I pray, and when I sing, even in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, but when you go through some things in life, they got you off guard, hallelujah, and the man of God already spoke about it, hey, so that, that was a word for me, and he was talking to me, and I know a lot of you can make it personal, because the spirit of the Lord, when the word goes forth, hallelujah, God know how to hit us all where we are, bless God, or where we've been.
sin and we're delivered. Hallelujah. So I thank God on tonight for that mighty word. Hallelujah. There is nothing like being in the Lord God, hallelujah, worshiping him in spirit and in truth, hallelujah, and to pray and, and, and just beseech him on behalf of the people. You know, a lot of times the five soldiers, hallelujah, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, hallelujah, the pastor, the teacher, everyone lose sight. And this is what I have to say to the body of Christ on tonight. Everyone lose sight in the fivefold ministry, according to Ephesians 4 and 11. Hallelujah, how he's given us, hallelujah, some apostles, some pastors, some evangelists, pastors, and some teachers. Hallelujah. But he gave us, hallelujah, the fivefold, hallelujah, to equip the saints. Hallelujah. And, and, and to equip us to do what? Hallelujah. To go forth and do kingdom. Once we can go forth and evangelize and tell everyone, hallelujah, in the highways and the hedges in Samaria, Judea, and the uttermost parts of the world, over here where I live in South Park, Sunnyside, Missouri City, hallelujah, Acres Home, hallelujah, to the uttermost parts of the world, hallelujah, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, to tell someone about Jesus, that their names may be written in the Lamb Book of Life. What is it all for? What's the of going to church? What's the use of going traditionally, just going, 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 doing your dance and doing your singing, doing your shouting, and come out the same way? My God, hallelujah, what happened to laying at the altar and crying out to God? Hallelujah. Hey, just stay before the presence of God, even in your houseway prostrate, on your face before God. God, hallelujah, and pray until something happens. Hallelujah, push, press your way through, Zion. Hallelujah, Jesus. And we do all of this once God brings us to that place. In the fivefold, we still have to maintain doing what we need to do, and that's the spirit of evangelism in the body of Christ yeah. is lacking. Yes, the yeah. evangelist has that office. It's an office for an evangelist. But it's a role for the spirit of evangelism throughout the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And we have to be so mindful, even in this brand new year. You know, God told us to go ye therefore. We have to go. We can't stay still. We got to go. Hallelujah. And we have to compel the men, women, boys, and girls to Christ. Hallelujah. And we cannot go just any old kind of way. We have to go with power. Hallelujah. You have to be endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. You have to have an upper room experience. Hallelujah. You must be born again, born of the water and of the spirit. Hallelujah. Even after in the time of Jubilee, according to Acts 2, hallelujah, when, when the spirit of God came in like a, a, a mighty Russian wind, amen, and they all began to speak with tongues. Hallelujah. He did it for them to go with power and do yeah. with power. 
hallelujah, to do what? Cast out devils, hallelujah, lay hand on the sick and see them recover, hallelujah, and we have to go and do what thus said the Lord, and we do it that those that are lost may be saved and that their names are written in the Lamb Book of Life. Hallelujah. So I just thank the Lord for the word on tonight. Woman of God, we will be back. Hallelujah. We thank God. We have the prerequisites of evangelism. We know we have to be saved. We have to be baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost and then do a power and baptize in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And go forth and do God has called us all to do, hallelujah, and that's to bring souls into the kingdom, and we're right back at it. And I close with saying, come on, Zion, come on, kingdom heirs, hallelujah, let's do what God has called us all to do. Wherever you sit in the fivefold, never lose the love and the heart. Hallelujah. When you're grocery shopping, when you're going to the movies, when you're going out to eat, when you're going to Walmart, tell somebody about Jesus. Tell somebody what God has done for you. Amen. They're waiting. Yes. They're waiting. They're waiting. They're waiting. So I say to you, Hallelujah, Evangelist McTeer, I bless the Lord for you on tonight. Hallelujah. We will be Amen. back, and I will be happy to uh, teach and go forth. I had everything just all nicely prepared and everything, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I've moved. I'm flowing the Holy Ghost. Amen. And He'll change that thing up every time. So that's it just like you. And he won't do it, just like him. So I bless the Lord on tonight, and I thank God. Hallelujah. So, again, uh, we want to thank each and every one of our Prophetic Fire family members that are uh, on the line on tonight. Uh, The calls had just flooded, as you were sharing with us before. You had greeted them on tonight. Hallelujah. And I just thank God for you, Apostle Taper. Bless the Lord. Uh, we were just, we're so honored that you did call upon us to open up for you. Hallelujah. Now you have received an apostolic voice on your line. Hallelujah. So no hindrance, no setbacks, no delays. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So go forth, mighty woman of God, evangelist. You are there. Max here. We love you. Thank you so much. And I love you too, Bishop Raquel and Apostle Taper. Father God, yes, yes, woman of God. Yes, it's Rachel. I have a sister named Rachel, Rachel, but it's Rachel. Yes, and uh, she's not my twin, but she is a twin. So I'm, I'm, I'm Rachel. (laughs) Rachel, thank you so much for correcting me. You know, charging to my head and not my heart. You know, I meant no disrespect on that. (laughs) Yes, Bishop Rachel and Apostle Taper. um, There's just no words. All I can say is, Heavenly Father, I thank you tonight my obedience and as your daughter, listening to your voice, going forth and for you to bless not only me, but for all my listeners and for those who have tuned in and are steady tuning in. For those of you who I see on the switchboard that just joined us, don't be leery, don't be upset. 
you can still hear this mighty man of God bring forth a powerful word along with his lovely wife tonight. It can be heard on my website. It can be heard at Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, and many other podcasts. And for those of you who are going to join us, stay tuned and follow me on Twitter for part two of when they'll be coming back to deposit more of what God has instructed me to do on my show for 2016. Before I let you all go, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, Apostle, I want you to take the mic and just pray and in, 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 I always in my shows with prayer. But tonight, God has led me as an apostle sitting at the head of the table in the presence of God that you close tonight from my show for me before I let you go. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, we just bless you. Amen. First of all, woman God, thank you once again for having us. Amen. And we will be back. Amen. Praise the Lord. Father, we just bless you, God, for every listener tonight. We just thank you, Lord God, for all of those, God, that came on, whether they came on on time, whether they came on late, God, or whether they could not get on. But, Father, we just ask you now, God, as I have released this apostolic anointing, this prophetic mantle into the atmosphere, God, into every home, into every life. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, somebody even now, oh, God, hallelujah, is on the seat of decision. Oh, God, I just ask you now that, God, in 24 hours that you will bring an answer to them now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, someone need a home right now. God, someone need their bills paid right now. God, I ask you, but you will bring a supernatural miracle in 24 hours. God, that they will begin to testify, God, of the goodness of the Lord. And God, you said, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established, believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And Father, I even speak a prophetic word, God, even over evangelist material, God, that the words of God, God, and that the blessings of the Lord will begin to overshadow her in this year like never before, and catapult her, God, into the things of the supernatural like never before. The God, the things that she even thinking about will begin to come to pass in mm-hmm. Jesus' mighty name. And Father, we just thank you. God, we just thank you, Lord God, on the behalf of God and my wife, Bitch Rachel. And Father, just ask you now that you cover her. And God, cover every preacher, every evangelist, God, every minister, God, every apostle, every prophet, every bishop, God, every prophetess, oh God, every teacher. Every pastor on this line, oh God, mm-hmm. operating in ministry, God, that we began to move in kingdom and move away from church, oh God, in the name of mm-hmm. Jesus. And miracle signs and wonders will begin to mm-hmm. follow their ministry like never before. In Jesus' mm-hmm. mighty name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Um, I never ever say goodbye, I always say it to the next time. Uh, it has been a joyous time in the Lord. I'm going to, Apostle, let you and, and Bishop Rachel um, go now, and I'm going to stay on the air just for a few more minutes, just telling a little bit more about the show and where people can find me and so forth. But I can tell okay. you this, and I will share this with my audience as well, as God has instructed me to. Sure. Just as Apostle preached tonight, you will always have to go into the pit before God brings you into the palace. Yes. And that pit may not last a day. It may not last a week. It may last a while. But just know while you're in that pit, 
He yes. is working it out for your good. And right. Apostle, for me to get connected to you, thank you, Jesus. And tonight, God brought me into the palace of the presence of Amen. you and Bishop Rachel. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, Lord, for continuing Amen. to pour into me and for me to be obedient, even though a lot of times I don't understand the pit, but I never question God. Because Amen. he's the same God Amen. as he was today. He was yesterday. And he'll be the same God tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. The enemy fought me. Nail, hammer, tax, bulldozers, whatever you want to call it, for me not to yes. go forth for this palace to take place. But I thank God yes. that as his daughter, I know better. And I yes. stood and said, it's all right, devil. You're going to get out of here. I'm going to come out and still be in the palace. Right. All as well. Yes. And women, um, so important as the apostle was preaching for those women tuned in, listening, and for those who were here to show. I'm a testimony to that as well. You have to stay in a place now, especially in this day and time, the enemy is crafty. He's spinning into your presence men that you do like not men that you right. don't like. Mm-hmm. They right. are camouflaged. They are dressed up. They are acting like they know God, but they're yes. not there. That's right. I just right. came out of a pit, apostle, with a man just like that. But because I know God, and I said, God, wait a minute. I'm walking out in front of you. My flesh is in front of you. Let me get back into the presence mm-hmm. of praying before you yeah. and asking you to snatch the covers. That's right. He's glory, national glory. Glory. So glory to glory. God. And, and that glory. is important uh, this day and time. Women, we find ourselves, oh, my goodness, it's an age thing. It's not about that. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God. The Spirit Hallelujah. of God is all over me, so you all forgive me if I go into ushering in the presence oh, yeah. of the Lord because oh, yeah. it's all over me Hallelujah. right now. Yes, and nobody, nobody knows Hallelujah. how I needed this tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Father God, I send the word in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, cares upon the Lord, for he cares for you, says the Lord. Be healed. In your emotions, in your mind, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God, I thank you tonight. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to your name, Father. With the break of anointing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hey, glory to you.
Jesus, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're You are the deliverer, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. God, your Jehovah, bear parents him. You are the God of a breakthrough. Breakthrough now, Jesus. Hey, glory to your name, you're there, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, woman of God. Mm, bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No more. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you, oh God. Hallelujah. Bless the, bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah for you this day. Hallelujah. And forevermore in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Apostle and Bishop, I'm going to play a song, and I want you all to stay on the line. I'm going to talk to you all for a few things, and I'm going to come back on the air to my listeners. For those of you who have been tuned in, those of you who are just tuning in, I see my switchboard is still lighting up. People are joining us on tonight. Uh, tonight has been beyond blessed. It has just been profound deposit from the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, tonight we've been blessed here, empowering for all to hear Bishop Eugene Taper and his wife, Bishop Rachel, um, brings us a mighty word. Apostle Eugene Taper and Bishop Rachel bringing such a mighty word. The Spirit of God is all over me. And for those of you who have tuned in and been listening the whole show, I know the Spirit of the Lord is on you as well. If you don't know God, I know you're going to come and usher in into the presence of God. God is doing what he's called us to do. And thank God that we are obedient and his sheep know his voice. So Apostle and Bishop have agreed to come back. For those of you who um, want to hear more, God is going to bring more. He's instructed me to do so. And in this year, God is dealing with me with a lot of things, but we know God is able. And I just thank God for giving me the platform of giving me this show and being able to do what he's called me to do. I want to go to a break, audience. Bishop and Apostle, I want you all to stay on the line before I let you go. Um, Audience, we're going to say goodbye to Apostle and Bishop, but they will be back to join us again in the future here on Empowering for All. Audience, I'll be back in a moment to say goodbye and give you all some insight on how to follow me and stay abreast on the upcoming shows here in Empowerment for All. Uh, On break, I'm going to play Marvin Sapp, Never Would Have Made It. Never would have made it Never could have made it Without you I would have lost it all But now I see How you were there for me And I can say 
Just need to testify to somebody next to him. Tell him, I'm strong, I'm wise, I'm better, much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. better. 
there anybody in this house other than me that could declare you made it? Tell your neighbor, never would have made it. Tell them, never could have made it. Oh, I wish I had some help here. I wish I had just two or three people that would just declare it. Never would have made it. Never could have made it. I just. I just love to encourage myself. Sometimes I just look in the mirror and say, I'm strong, I'm wise, I am better, so much better. When I look back over what he brought me through, I realize I made it because I had you to hold on to. But I never I never could have made it without you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good God Almighty, never would have made it. Never could have made it. Singing one more time. All I need is just one more time. Everybody say with me. A lot of us in this house tonight, we're on the Father's wheel right now. And it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good. But we need to just take solace in the fact that even though it may not feel good right now, as long as I'm in it, out of us in this house tonight, we're on the Father's wheel right now. And it's not comfortable. It doesn't feel good. But we need to just take solace in the fact that even though it may not feel good right now, as long as I'm in his hands, I know that everything is going to be all right. Just touch somebody, look them in the face, and tell them I'm in his hands. Listen. He sees. He sees the tears. And he shares, he shares your pain inside. And sometimes you wonder why he, he allowed you to go, go through what you go through. What you go through. Listen. Share. 
those hands and give him some praise. Oh, I can't get no help in here. That's a good place to bless him. Listen, listen to the words. See your day. Even when the sun is up, yes it is. And from the top of your Can I tell you one thing? Remember, just know he has his hand. He has his hand. He has his hand. He said, I'll see you through. And when you cry, he's holding you. So just Keep telling you 
Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you. Bless you all tonight. You've been tuned in listening to Evangelist Yolanda McTeer's radio show titled Empowering for All. And I'm telling you tonight has been beyond profound. It has been beyond anointed. It has been beyond the realm of God. It has been in the palace of the kingdom of God with my awesome guest, Apostle Eugene Taper, and his lovely anointed wife as well, Bishop Rachel. You don't want to miss this show. Me, myself, I'm even going to listen to this show again and again. A mighty word brought forth through the man of God. Confirmation setting us in the spirit of God from Bishop Rachel. There is no other way but my Father in heaven could have kicked off this show the way he told me he would do in 2016. Father God, I thank you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I give honor and praise due to only you, God. Celebrating now three years of being on air in 2016, when you gave me this vision, Lord, you said, walk in faith, my daughter. I've given it to you. The door is open and no man can close it. Father God, because you're a faithful God, the doors are still open. No matter how many times the enemy has tried to come in and cancel me out through sickness in my body, through haters, jealousy, whatever, you've kept the doors open and the show is still going forth and it will go forth. Thank you, God. For those of you who have tuned in tonight, I see you still sitting and listening and you've been enjoying, like I always enjoy, Marvin Sapp while I was on break saying goodnight to my guests. You were listening to Marvin Sapp, Never Would Have Made It. And then I let you listen to Marvin Sapp. He has his hands on you. At the start of the show, you were listening to Marvin Sapp's song, We Worship You. There's nothing like worship. Worship ushers in the spirit of the Lord. Not only must we pray, we must worship the Lord. We must give him praise because praise is what he is doing. Be faithful to God. Pay your tithe. Sow seed into holy ground. And watch God manifest miracle after miracle back to you. And remember, just as the man of God preached tonight and brought forth the word, you must go into the pit before God will bring you into the palace. You must be processed before God will progress you forward. None of us are spared. We all have to go through because God must see if he can trust you before he blesses you. And once God knows he can trust you, there's unlimited blessings that God will give to you. I'm elated and ecstatic that Apostle and Bishop are coming back for part two, which God has instructed me to do. For those of you who want to know when that show will air, follow me on Twitter at Y McTeer, capital Y, capital M, lowercase c, capital T, I E R, Evangelist Yolanda McTeer. Instagram, Evangelist Y McTeer. Now, for social media, I'm a Twitter guru. I love Twitter. 
um, I'm more on Twitter uh, more so than the other two. I have the most. I have a lot of followers on Twitter, and I'm always uh, finding myself tweeting. But nevertheless, uh, God has blessed me, and I remember starting on Twitter with one follower, and now God has elevated me to almost 18,000 followers. Thank you, Lord. For those of you who want to hear my past shows, you can always hear them on my website via through iTunes at www.ymctierempowermentthenumber4all.com. I repeat, www.ymctierempowermentthenumber4all.com. For those of you who haven't got your copy, be sure this year, treat yourself or give it to a family member, a loved one, or a copy of my book titled The Tragic Times of a Woman. It is an autobiography written by me that will take you from the beginning of when I was on this side, as we say, the secular side, and when God snatched me and brought me to his side. And for all of those who have bought my book and sent me emails and told me how it blessed you, a loved one, or a friend, thank you so much. I look forward. God has instructed me. I'll be starting to work on book number two. Nobody can do you like the Lord. I never like to say goodbye, but my show is coming to an end. I thank God for this platform being able to air for almost two hours. Nobody can do you like Jesus. When I came on board, many told me, oh, you know, you can't get a slot. You can't, we can only give you 15 minutes. You're new. We don't know you. But from the minute I set my platform and said, God, you give this to me, you're going to carry me. They said, no worries. You have a two-hour window. Thank you, Jesus. Now, until next time, remember, keep the faith, stay focused, stay in prayer. Trust God. Even when the storms come, they're not to hurt you, but they're to strengthen you, and they will carry you into the next steps of your life. Make a vow and keep that vow. Get off the exit ramp and take it to the kingdom of Jesus. The road and highway of the devil will only lead you to hurt, heartache, destruction, and unknown enemies. But the exit ramp to God's kingdom will keep you covered in the blood, will keep you protect, bless you, and will carry you through your life. And when you leave this world, you too will be in the pearly gates, sitting upstairs saying, I did right by the hand of the Lord. Evangelist Yolanda McTeer saying good night. I'm going to end tonight's show with a song by Mary O'Brown, Get to Know You. Until next time, be blessed. I love you. I'm praying for you. And the blood of Jesus cancels any negativity against you. Goodbye now. I did a lot of things wrong, but I wanna do right. And I 
gotta know If it's too late, help me change my ways Or have you given up on me? I'm not satisfied with my life I'm, I'm missing you, Lord, I'm not right So if you're really real I want the chance to get to really know you Girl, say this to me, you The church ain't right I don't see the difference Help me find a word That can change my life Keep me coming back more I wanna get stronger in you Gotta satisfy this hunger for you So if you're really real I want the chance to really get to know you Yeah. 